Yes, that lion boy is on the right way. Now that Nike is back in Chris McMonagle here with you at 2.02 in the morning on this great, wonderful, glorious, so happy to be here Monday morning. It's just phenomenal, isn't it, to be a Giant fan on a Monday? It's the best day of the week. What an absolute disaster. Let's talk about it. 877-337-6666. This team is an out-and-out disgrace. And thankfully, in many ways, in many ways, it's over. A lot of it is over. A lot of it is over. The entire Daniel Jones era. And that's what this game was supposed to be, right? This game was going to be the get-right game and the beginning of the process of yet again another attempt of approval of Daniel Jones. I mean, it's only been going on for five years, but we had another opportunity. It was another great opportunity. Hey, last year he earned the contract. Now he's got the last eight games of the year to prove he deserves to be the guy. Let's see what happens. You know, he hasn't had his left tackle and his running back with him since week one. Did you know that? That that was the last time Daniel Jones had any of that? Well, let's go. Here we go against the lousy Raiders who just fired their coach in the middle of the night on a Tuesday. Uh, you know, fired their GM, fired their offensive coordinator. And here we go. Yeah, okay, listen, there might be a bump. Antonio Pierce is a leader of men. We all saw it as a linebacker for the New York Giants. Hey, there's going to be some natural just bump and excitement now that they've gotten rid of Josh McDaniels. There's, you're going to see the best of the Raiders. But still, this giant team, this offense, the way Wink Martindale's defense has been playing, over the last three weeks, arguably the best defense in the league the last three weeks. Hey, this is a get-right game. This is a Daniel Jones and this offense show up, score some points, and figure out a way to beat the lousy Raiders. Well, this thing just stunk on ice the second the game started. One team showed up to play, and that you know I understand the bump they were going to get. This is so much more about the New York Giants, and I know we're here locally, and so we focus on them. And, hey, I'm not above the idea that I poo-pooed the Raiders getting this big jump, so maybe that's partially on me and I can't get around it. Yeah, they played better. Okay, the Raiders played their best game of the year. Okay, fine, fine. The Giants stink. This was so much more an indictment on what this Giant team is than the Raiders getting a bump. I know that's the national story, and Glazer breaks it right before, in the pregame show. We all watched it. Hey, they had this meeting, and in the meeting, he said this, and then they were it was scathing against him. And then Antonio Pierce speaking. You don't talk about the Patriots like that. And it was like, okay, so it's the national story. Hey, the Raiders are back. Hey, this young quarterback played well, blah, blah, blah. The Giants sucked from the opening kickoff. They were awful. Daniel Jones, who obviously gets hurt later in the game, and hopefully, you know, I, I, we feel bad for him, but he starts this game terrible. He airmails a throw to Saquon Barkley eight feet over his head. And then they get to fourth and short, and Neil goes off sides. Neil, who was returning as well, they got both their tackles back. And in the post game, the coach says that they weren't even really running a play. It was to get the it was to get the Raiders off sides. 
Neal isn't even getting off the ball. They are not going to run a play most likely. All he has to do is stand, sit there in a three-point stance, and he still goes offsides. It's unbelievable how bad and stupid and poorly coached this team is coming off of the season last year with this coach and this you know group of, of leaders that we thought we had in the GM, the coach, everything. You got guys going off, off full starting on plays. They're not even going to run. Like, what is going on? And then they get the ball. And the Raiders steamroll. They haven't been able to run all year. Josh Jacobs led the team, the NFL in rushing last year. They have been unable to get it going all season long. And this defense, Wink Martindale and this defense, have been great for the last three weeks. Great. And I understand all the opponents they played. One, one was Buffalo. Yeah, the Jets' offense stinks. We get it. The Raiders' offense stinks, and they're playing Aiden O'Connell. Maybe you think you'd want to make sure you stop the run. It's not like Adams beat you. The run game beat you. Up and down the field. Right down their throats to start the game. I mean, it sounds like the defense is kind of upset Leonard Williams got traded. Too bad. Too bad. More should have got traded. More. Because now they need draft picks to try and move up in the draft that they don't get there. Because this whole thing is over. What's the point, you know, I, I, I harp on it, but what's the point of keeping Saquon Barkley? I'm glad he was around today. I got a lot of Giant fans calling me all week long. Hey, if you trade Saquon Barkley, what do they have? Hey, if you got to watch Saquon Barkley, what do they have? You watch? He was there. Do you like it? Can't wait for next week to watch Saquon Barkley. It's an out-and-out joke. It's in a disgrace. And obviously, I understand, once, once Daniel Jones goes down, everything changes. I get it. But, I mean, just stupidity. Oh, full start on a play you're not even going to run on fourth and short. Then they do go for it on fourth and short. And with a quarterback who's returning from a neck injury, the second one of his career, and the first one needing surgery and ended his season coming off a neck surgery, on fourth and short they run the tush push and can't get a yard. But they put Daniel Jones in that position. That's just stupid. Run the ball. Run the ball. Daniel Jones is missing throws deep. Just an just the idea that this game was over the minute Daniel Jones goes down is 100% true. And DeVito, you know, stinks. That's fine. He actually threw some decent balls later in the game. But the Giants were never winning this game. Never. It might have been a little bit more respectable than the final score indicated now, but they were never winning this game. They sh didn't show up, and it's an indictment on everybody. It's an indictment on the coach. It's an indictment on the, the, the defensive coordinator in Wink Martindale. It's an indictment on the players on this team. It's an indictment on the entire organization because now the season is dead at 2-7. and seven. If you weren't sure it was dead at 2-6, and six, it's certainly dead at 2-7. and seven. And now, unfortunately, with the injury to Daniel Jones, the one thing I won't go nuts on the, the coaching staff for and call them stupid, and believe me, they deserve plenty of reasons to be called stupid. The one thing I will not go crazy about is the idea that they allowed him to make that next play after clearly injuring himself on the sack right before the end of the, right before the, end of the first quarter. 
They talked about in the postgame, all you can do is go by the quarterback. The quarterback runs down to the sidelines, runs back and forth up the sideline, and says, yeah, I'm fine. I mean, you know, what are they supposed to do? But he goes back into the game, obviously, and can't plan on his back foot and crumbles in a heap. And unfortunately, that is going to be the last snap, uh, assuming this injury is what we all think it is. That's going to be the last meaningful snap Daniel Jones ever takes in a giant uniform. That's it. Because as I started at the the top of this open, this was about finding out what Daniel Jones is. This is about finding out if they should move forward with Daniel Jones and this contract and what this offense can do with Andrew Thomas in the game and Saquon Barkley in the game and the the Giants playing a much easier schedule down the the second half of this uh, season and being able to beat the teams like the Raiders and beat the teams like the Packers and beat the teams like the Patriots. That was this, what was it going to be? Okay, brutal start to the year. Uh, Jones got hurt. Now he's back. Let's see what this offense can do. It was another sign of let's see if Daniel Jones is the guy. Yet again, take 33. I feel like we're in a bad we're in a bad movie with a bad actor. Take 33. Can Daniel Jones be the guy? Well, this one ended in the most final of ways. Because unfortunately for Daniel Jones, it looks like he's got an ACL injury. And that is the end of Daniel Jones. He will be on the roster next year because who in the world would trade for him with that contract and now having two separate neck injuries, one leading in surgery, now a a major knee injury, and really only having one season worth even mentioning. And quite honestly, that wasn't even that good. I'm not here to bash Daniel Jones because I do feel bad for him because of the injury. And I do believe he has some talent, and I do believe in many ways this franchise didn't do him any favors. But at the same time, it's over. And it's a clean, just end it, and it's almost a relief. I have to admit, as a Giant fan, it's almost a relief. I feel terrible for him. I would have liked to have seen how he played down the stretch. But it's almost a relief that we don't have to do this week in and week out. We no longer have to have this conversation. The Giants have to move on from Daniel Jones. Even if for whatever reason they don't find themselves in the top of the the draft this year, which I can't imagine them not. But there's enough quarterbacks in the top of this draft where you don't have to finish one or two for the obvious, you know, uh, Caleb Williams and Drake Drake May. Those two are clearly clear-cut as good a quarterback prospect that we've seen since Trevor Lawrence. He's better than anyone who's come out since, including C.J. Stroud, who broke records uh, yesterday. We'll get to that game if we uh, when we look around the league. But the Giants absolutely, and I hate tanking. I hate it. There is nothing worse, nothing worse in fandom. Nothing worse than feeling like the best thing for your team is to lose. There is nothing worse. And unfortunately, the Giants, yet again, despite the fact that I thought we were done with this last year, we are right back in that mode where we have to focus on what's best for the franchise, and that's losing. And I hate it with every fiber of my being, and I don't even want to say it. The words taste disgusting coming out of my mouth, but they are the truth. They need to lose as many games as they can. That's it. It's unfortunate. It sucks. I hate it. During the games, I'll probably still battle with myself if they even find themselves in kind of close games throughout the year. 
I'll, I'll have that struggle all year long with it. But ultimately, this team needs a quarterback, and there is options at the top of this draft. Right now, they're drafting fourth. You've got Arizona, who hopefully, if Kyler Murray comes back, now there are reports that they would build around Kyler Murray. He's got a contract that's almost impossible to get out of. They wouldn't be drafting a quarterback at the top of the draft anyway if they're there. I don't know if that's true, but I'm hoping that they, he actually comes in and plays fairly well, and maybe they win some games. I don't know. You got Chicago, who hopefully Fields comes back and wins some games. They've got Carolina's pick, who do who uh, does have a f- uh, first overall quarterback. Maybe they can win some games. I thought if it wasn't for the turnovers, they actually had a chance to win this game against the Colts yesterday. So whatever the case may be, the Giants are one of the worst teams in football. There's not a single game on this schedule any longer without Daniel Jones that you think there's a remote chance of winning. And here we are. And you're questioning whether the coach, the only question really now is whether the coach and GM deserve to be the guys making the pick. And unfortunately, you have to. Unfortunately, you have no choice. How many times can you turn over the coach and GM? How many times can you do it? Every two years, you have to put your foot in the, in the sand at some point and say, I trust this guy. This is just a bad year. At some point. And Brian Dable showed enough last year where I have to just talk, chalk this up into a just a Murphy's Law type season where nothing went right. Because I can't imagine moving on yet again. And especially Dable's a guy who's built up quarterbacks. You got to trust him to draft a young quarterback and develop him. Now, Daniel Jones will probably be here because you can't get rid of him. And here's the plan. Whenever Daniel, if Daniel Jones is even ready for the start of the year coming off an ACL, I don't even know. Is he going to be ready at the start of the year, midseason? I don't even know. But if he's ready for the start of the year, he's your starting quarterback, the, 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 the young kid sits. But that's where we are, and make no mistakes about it. And I don't want to hear any of the excuses about why they shouldn't draft it because offensive line, you're begging for the same problems. Watch what you say. How good were the Texans last year? How many good players are on the Houston Texans? Who is, who is C.J. Stroud playing with right now? He threw for 470 yards, five touchdowns, and is single-handedly lifting that franchise out of the doldrums. That's what you need. And don't tell me about offensive line play, and don't tell me about, about weapons. You go get the young quarterback. And you hope he's better than Daniel Jones. Because yeah, Daniel Jones was not afforded a lot of uh, not a, a lot of you know uh, great a lot of niceties or or you know good things that a young developing quarterback would like. He wasn't given a good offensive line. He didn't have a lot of weapons. Saquon Barkley was his only weapon, and he was hurt a lot of the time during the Daniel Jones era. But ultimately, Daniel Jones just never was good enough. And now it's it's over, it's over. And there's nothing left to do but to lose every single game. And here we are. Every Saturday, we're going to have to watch these kids and figure out who possibly the Giants could draft. That's where the Giants are. And this coaching staff is no longer anything other than just another coach who we better find out is better than this year next year. Otherwise, he'll be out on his ass too. And the GM is nothing special, no longer in Joe Shane we trust, no longer in anything that we feel any kind of confidence in. They allowed the backup quarterback position to go, you know, not, not be settled after Daniel Jones went down with a neck injury. They didn't have a punt return of the entire season. They can't fix this offensive line. 
They gave a contract to a quarterback that is now crippling them for next year. There is no longer any faith or any trust, and the only reason they have their jobs is because I can't imagine going through this process again, nor trusting the owner to make a good decision on the coach, on the GM. They have become one of the worst franchises in the sport. It's not easy to say that. It sucks to say that. I hate saying it. I like John Mara. As a Giant fan, I respect John Mara. I like Brian Dable. I thought Joe Shane was doing a good job. But unfortunately, when this happens year in and year out, I mean, you are talking about damn near a decade where they aren't just a underachieving team. They aren't just a team that misses the playoffs. They are year in and year out, barring last year, dead before Thanksgiving, drafting in the top five. One of the worst teams in football giving you embarrassing performance after embarrassing performance, allowing a first-time head coach in Antonio Pierce and a rookie quarterback and a dead team who fired their coach on Tuesday morning, practically, local time at least, You allowed that team to run all over you. Then you've got comments in the post game. I mean, from the players, it is just an out-and-out embarrassment what's going on with the Giants. It's embarrassing. But at least in some way, there's some closure to the idea of chasing Daniel Jones. Because there's nothing worse. There's nothing worse than being in purgatory with your quarterback and not knowing. And you thought after last year you knew, hell, everyone, top 10 quarterback, wait until, oh, this, what a great deal that contract was. People actually said that. Wait until every other quarterback gets paid and he's, he's down in the middle of the pack. You're going to be calling that contract a bargain. That's that because of how good Daniel Jones is. Because he played a couple of good games down the end of the season and had a playoff win. That is so far removed and has been so wiped from our memories and becomes an absolute nothing. You know, I remember, uh, you know, people talking, and Evan in particular, when he was talking about the Jet Giant game. And he's talking about how these games matter depending on what happens moving forward. Right? If the, if, if the Jets would have made the playoffs next year after the Victor Cruz game and the Giants didn't do anything, that game gets forgotten. If this happens, that gets forgotten. Well, I'll tell you right now, that Minnesota playoff win is wiped from my memory like it never happened. That season last year and all the goodwill that coach bought and this team bought from this fan base after years and years wandering in the abyss and we were finally brought back by this coach, that GM, and this quarterback who led them to a great playoff win on the road is so far removed from anything worth mentioning. It's unbelievable. Not even a year later, half a season later, and I feel like that game is meaningless, that season is meaningless, and we're right back to rebuilding with a new quarterback and wondering who do we have as a coach, who do we have as a GM, and where the hell is this franchise going? Half a season. This could be as maddening as any we've seen of all the years, of all the terrible coaching and all the miss guided mistakes and all the terrible seasons dead before Thanksgiving and all the horrible performances and all the embarrassing performances, all of it, 
I don't know if there's anything worse than this season because of the hope last season brought. And now I got to watch this whole year, wait, hoping they lose. There's nothing worse than a fan. There's, there's nothing worse for a fan. I'm, I'm, as a Giant fan, we are going to be watching Giant games, hoping they lose. What an absolute disgrace. To show up and put this performance forth was an absolute disgrace. They were going to lose this game even without Daniel Jones getting hurt. And now that he's hurt, at least it's, it's ripping a Band-Aid off. Daniel Jones, unfortunately, it ends this way. I hate to see it end in an injury. I really do. And, you know, we'll see. We'll see what the injury is. But whatever the case may be, this season's dead. And Daniel Jones' era is over for the New York Giants. 877-337-6666. McMonagle here with you. We'll take your phone calls on these lousy Giants and the end of an era. And we'll get into why I'll still say it. I don't care. I know the trade deadline's over. Why the Giants made a mistake not trading Saquon Barkley. I would really love a second-round pick right now. I would really love an extra second-round pick instead of a running back will franchise tag in a dead season next year, in a meaningless season, with either a rookie quarterback or Daniel Jones playing one more last year as a lame duck starting quarterback. But at least we'll have Saquon Barkley, and hey, we'll have something to watch. It was fun today watching Saquon Barkley run. He listened, besides the fact that he kept running off the field gasping for air, I don't know if he got hit or what was up with him, he actually was running the football great to start the game. So you have that giant fan. Saquon Barkley was quite good to start the game. I hope you feel good about it. It was nice to watch Saquon Barkley. And, and, you know, we'll probably franchise tag him, and you get to watch him next year. Great. At least we have that. I'm very excited about it. I'm very excited to know at least I have Saquon Barkley. 877-337-6666. Plus, the Jets play a game tonight. Tonight is your night, bro. A big game for the Jets. What they need to do. The one player I'm looking at that this Jets defense needs to shut down if they're going to win this game. We'll get to it. 877-337-6666. But we start with this Giants dead season and the end of the Daniel Jones era and the Giants looking at the draft to pick another quarterback and whether this regime is worth doing it. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. They knock off the mighty Patriots 17 to 14. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Uh, All right. Let's get to it. 877-337-6666. Giants season over. The Daniel Jones era for the New York Giants is over. Uh, I feel bad for him. You know, if you really if you if you look at it, I mean, he did really get. He didn't get a great shake. I mean, he didn't get a fair deal here. To be totally honest with you, I understand that. In many ways, they 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 didn't give him an opportunity. A lot of coaching changes, a lot of obviously offensive coordinator changes, an offensive line that never really was that good. But ultimately, if you watch, if you really are fair about it, and you watch other quarterbacks in the NFL, the great ones rise above. I'm sorry, the great ones rise above, the ones worthy. Of being a sixth overall pick and making $40 million a year rise above. 
And unfortunately, Daniel Jones was never really able to rise above, except for you know a handful of games at the end of last year. And he definitely was brilliant in that playoff game. But that feels so far away and feels so unimportant and not building towards anything. Like you want to, those playoff games are meant if you don't win the Super Bowl. Like that playoff game and then losing to Philadelphia is supposed to be, you know, a, a rung on the ladder of building something. Like that's what it's supposed to be. Those were those. That's what it is. I talk about watching the the Jordan documentary. I mean, you you think about the the Pistons needed to lose those series before they could beat the Celtics, and then the the Bulls needed to lose those series to the Pistons before they can get past them. Like there is there is a a, a climb to get to where you want to go. Sometimes it's a quick climb. Sometimes it just pops up. Giants in 2007 obviously kind of just popped up, uh, you know, although they did, you know, make the playoffs prior to that in Eli Manning's era. But ultimately, like, for the most part, especially when you when you have the season they had with the brand-new coach and unexpected season, and then you go at the end of the year and you win that playoff game, it's supposed to mean something. And they have rendered that win completely meaningless. Completely meaningless. And now this season is an out-and-out out disaster, and it's rebuild time. It's 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 a rebuild within a rebuild. This was supposed to be year two of the rebuild. Year three is going to be year one of the second rebuild of the Joe Judge and uh, Brian Dable era. Not Joe Judge, I'm sorry. Brian Dable and Joe Shane era. It's going to be the second rebuild because they are drafting. I mean, unless, somehow... The worst thing that could happen for the Giants is to win games with backup quarterbacks and not be in a position to take one of these quarterbacks. The Giants need to lose, and they need to lose every single game. The biggest game of the year, me and Fleagle, we were talking about, he mentioned it. The biggest game of the year now is going to be against the Patriots, who are also 2-7, and seven, and they're battling for the, the better pick. And hopefully, you know, the ego of Bill Belichick won't allow him to lose that game. Because the Giants need to lose that game. The Giants need to lose all of these games. I hate to say it. I hate it with every fiber of my being. I was on Friday talking about I don't want to tank. But it's over. It's over. Ken in Queens. What's up, Ken? How you doing, Mackie? I'm doing terrible. I'm doing uh, terribly. I know. You're a, but yeah, I'll tell you what, D. Mackey, you're a good crier. Yeah, I've been here. I've been listening oh, to you cry you. for the last five years about your team, the, the Mets, the well, uh, I'm not Mets, the Yankees, Yankees the yeah. Giants, the Knicks, the Rangers. But well, when, when will they give thing. me a reason not to cry? That's the, you make it well, sound like that's about they, me. That's well, about them. I, the teams I root for for years and years has never given me. Uh, I'm right. still crying more years than you. So there know. you go. All right, now listen. I, I'm surprised. You weren't smart enough to think outside the box. And let me give you an example. Okay. The the Raiders were like in jail and the warden was now fired. Yeah. So now they can go loose and man were they revved up 
for that game today. Yeah. And I'm afraid they're going to be damn revved up next week for my Jets when they come to town. The, That's what scares me. Yeah, I think that, I, honestly, I I'm going to hit the. I don't know why nobody thought of that. Oh, everyone they, did. They went a lot of people did. With this guy no, a lot of a lot of people. Daniels. A lot of people thought. A lot of people thought that they would be a big boost. I mean, yeah, I, but you told me last week. Yeah, I, I disagreed. The, the I, I'll be the. the Jets. I, they were going to beat the Raiders. Yeah. I mean, you weren't thinking along those terms. No, I wasn't. I Well, no, listen, we talked about it. Everyone talked about it. I, my whole oh, Friday, I was talking about how I don't buy it. So, I mean, in a way, yeah. I was wrong. No doubt about it, Ken. They came out and played much better than they had previously. But I'm sorry. Maybe it's, it's, maybe it's my bias as a Giant fan or thinking locally. Or maybe it is. I'm not above the idea that maybe I am just so vain that I hate the idea that I was wrong on it. I definitely said I didn't think it would be the factor in the game. And quite honestly, I still don't think it was. I tweeted out jokingly, can you imagine? And nobody gets sarcasm on Twitter. I keep, no one ever learns. I never learn the idea that nobody gets sarcasm on Twitter. I said, can you imagine being Josh McDaniel knowing you were a week away from a blowout win against the lousy Giants? Maybe keep your job. Because I firmly believe. I'm sorry, maybe I'm wrong on it. I firmly believe I don't care who was coaching that team. The Giants were not winning this football game. The Giants didn't show up to the football game. The defense didn't show up in the football game. I mean, they ran an end around to Myers. I mean, what'd they do? You think the offensive line suddenly was so just relieved that McDaniels wasn't there? They blocked much better? I mean, I'm sorry. There's some of that, no doubt. What'd they do? They got a couple of It's not like Adams didn't go off. Nobody really went off. Jacobs got 95 yards. This is a guy with McDaniels last year, led the league in rushing. I really, I'm, I'm sorry. This is much more about the lousy Giants than the Raiders getting a push from the firing. Um, it is. There's some of that, no doubt. There's some of that. There's some of it. And they were celebrating smoking cigars in the clubhouse after the game. They were thrilled to be gone with the coach. There's no doubt about it. And we talked about that. And I knew there would be some of that. I thought the Giants would be good enough to limit it. I'm sorry. If the Giants would have got out to a better start, if Daniel Jones wouldn't have airmailed the first down throw over Saquon Barkley's head by 10 feet when he was open for an easy eight-yard catch, or if they actually go for it on fourth down there instead of Neil going off sides, or, or, or they actually get that first down instead of doing the tush-push, if the Giants could have actually done something, scored a touchdown, stopped them on defense once, I, I think the Giants, that was a game to go win. Then once Daniel Jones goes down, that's it. It was over. I, I'm sorry. I get it. I'm not saying it had nothing to do with it. I think the Giants lose that. The way they played, they lose that game no matter who was coaching the Raiders. I firmly believe that. They were awful in the game. And then Daniel Jones goes down. They're awful. The backup quarterback is awful. He's not a real quarterback. And God love him. I hope he starts every game the rest of the year. Because that's exactly what they need. They need a not they need an they need a non-quarterback to play quarterback to make sure they lose every game. It disgusts me. It turns my stomach to say it. Tim in Scotch Plains. What's up, Tim? Hey, how you doing? Um, first of all, you were right about Barkley. I know I was. Um, I, uh, all right. I'll take all my right. chances. I'll, I'll openly admit, I guess I was wrong about the Raiders. They did come out and play much better, and I, it had an impact on the game. I still think it was more about the Giants, but fair. But, yes, to me, 
right now, like honestly, Tim, what is keeping Saquon Barkley on this team going to do for the New York Giants? Well, after after today or you know yesterday, that's correct. I, I agree with that now. All right, yeah. I do. I mean, but, I didn't. I didn't at the time. Yeah. I didn't at the time because I couldn't. You know, I mean, I, I told you I thought we had the we were maybe going to have the worst uh, offense in history. I think we've succeeded in doing that yeah. at this point. Yeah. Now but, they will. Now they uh, will. Even with yeah, Saquon Barkley. Uh, uh, however, 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 yeah, I do have a plan. I do have a plan. Oh, you got a plan, Please do you? Plan. Yeah, I, I got do. a plan. I Lose I every got, game and draft a quarterback. That's what. I, that's my plan. What's yours? You know what? You know, it's our, our plans coincide at the end of the day. But this is the plan. All right. First of all, you put all your starters on the bench. There's no point playing them anymore. Just put them all on the bench. Play second string. Play mm. everybody on second string. Wait a minute. Play everybody on second string. See if you find a diamond in the rough. Because I'm going to tell you something about this team. They left camp with too many unanswered questions. The offensive line, unanswered questions. You know, the fact that you weren't just beat with the Giants, we weren't just beating Philadelphia. We were demolished in Philadelphia in that, in that playoff game, and everybody looked bad. So, you know, okay, yeah, we, yeah, we, beat, we beat Minnesota, and, you know, we're going to come out and rebuild, and, you know, sign Jones again, sign Barkley again, everything's fine. We got killed in Philly. We should have looked at that a little more seriously. And you're answering questions in midseason. You're answering linebacker questions, offensive line questions, other questions, secondary questions. You're answering, you're trying to, you know, you're not only just, you know, changing a horse in midstream, your boat is sinking well, in midstream. Well, that, I, the right. linebacker one I don't think is fair. I mean, sure, they were answering well, questions. They went out and paid Bobby Okereke. A little bit. He, needed, little to, he bit. needed to go out there and play better, but they didn't. It's not, I mean, they, their starting linebackers have actually been brilliant. I mean, they, yeah, well, I don't, I don't know, brilliant. I mean, what, what happened? No, they've been yesterday. very, very I, I good. Didn't exactly, I didn't exactly hear Thibodeau's name called yesterday. No. But anyway, that's, no, that's no. Well, yeah, story, he's right? not really a linebacker, but yes, I, I. But yeah, that's a different story for another day. He played poorly. The offensive line was yeah, rushed. The, the, the idea. Leonard Williams looked like he was the defense. Like it's, and, and some of the comments from like Xavier McKinney, and I think I even saw a comment from Dexter Lawrence, still confused on why he was even trading him, uh, why he Agreed. was traded. I mean, it's. This defense can't allow Leonard Williams to leave and then suddenly be terrible. Like, that's unacceptable the way they played in this game. This defense was supposed – like, that has nothing – honestly, you watch that and you thought, hey, who was going to stop that Raiders defense? Who was going to who's going to stop that Raiders offense? They were just – they were just – it was unbridled joy from the Raiders. Just absolutely – no one could have stopped them. Bring back the, the, the steel curtain. They weren't going to stop them. The 85 Bears who like to get th- who've been thrown around this year because of uh, the Jets' comments. The 85 Bears wouldn't have stopped the Raiders today. They were just on a mission. Did you see that? Or did you see just terrible defense? And bad angles on end-arounds. And poor tackling. And getting pushed off the ball. Even Dexter Lawrence. Dexter Lawrence looked like he didn't want to play today because he lost his best friend. This is the NFL. This is the NFL. Uh, again, uh, did they play better, the Raiders? Yeah, this is about the Giants, man. When you get beat like that, it's about the Giants. Giants didn't show up today. Giants didn't want to play football today. And it started from early on. Stupid mistakes. Bad play. Even Daniel Jones was horrendous in this game. He only played the first quarter. He was terrible in it. 
Now, you want to say he was shaking off the rust, he hadn't played in weeks, fine. I, that's fair. Doesn't change the fact that he was terrible in the game. The first, I, I knew from the first throw, I said, oh boy, here we go. Then he, he I mean, people want to talk about the, the throw down to Hyatt where he's out of bounds. He makes the catch, but out of bounds. He's got to be better with his body contortion. I, I don't know. It looked like he threw the ball to, too far out of bounds for me. I understand the safety's coming from that direction. You want to make sure it's not a pick there, but you got to give your you got to give your player a chance to make a play in bounds, and then he overthrows him. I mean, he just didn't play well. He was awful to start the game. They were losing this game no matter what. The only thing that happened with the Daniel Jones injury is now we know the future. That it ended his career as a Giant. There's no longer a path. We've answered all the questions. Unless it's not a unless sprain sprain knees missing a week, then I suppose he'll have more opportunities and we'll be right back on the hey can Daniel Jones prove a train. But it doesn't sound like that's the deal. It sounds like it's an ACL, and if that's the case, and he's done for the year. That's the last meaningful snap, and that's the last snap taken with Daniel Jones being the future quarterback of this team. That's it. And it sucks that it's him just, you know, falling on his own and crumbling and having his knee give out. It's unfortunate that that's the last play as the quarterback of the New York Giants because that's, I mean, you know, he will he might play next year holding – you know, and and holding weight while the, the rookie quarterback they drafted gets ready. But there is no more future with Daniel Jones. It's over. And who would have thought that coming off that playoff performance, getting the contract, all the talk about how he's a top 10 quarterback, he's a top this, top that, you couldn't give him away. Couldn't give him away. And every question is now answered. He is no longer the future of the franchise, and that contract is going to force them to play him next year because they have no option. The second they can get out from the contract, they will. And it's about getting this young player going because they're going to draft a quarterback. Danny and Whitestone, what's up, Danny? Hey, C-Mac, thanks for taking my call. You got it, buddy. Uh, I got two points. One, DeVito. Uh, I don't know how this guy's seeing the field right now. He uh, he's worse than Badgen for the Bears. Yeah. He's a D two quarterback. This guy's actually competing. Yeah, he's the third. Uh, he's, the th- the he's the third string quarterback. Uh, exactly. He's and the third string quarterback. Point, what do you think about if T Higgins walks from the Bengals? Is that yeah. a month for the Giants to get next season? No. You don't think T Higgins could be the number one in New York? Yeah, I mean, I suppose. I, I don't know. I, I honestly, I don't even know. Well, I mean, I, who's I, I, really the who's really the go-to guy for us? Uh, nobody. It, it was supposed to be Waller, but he's yep. always hurt. And yep. No, I mean, listen, you want to bring in a player like that? That I mean, he's a, he's a he's a I, solid wide receiver. That's fine, but I'm I'm just so I don't even know what the future of this team looks like. I, I just don't even know what it looks like. A, you got to get him. You got weapons. You got to get him weapons. I agree. Exactly. Um, I, you got to get him players. Uh I suppose. I mean, I just I, I'm I'm hesitant to give out big contracts on on receivers who he's had his own injury problems. He's he's the he's the second guy there. Um, he's never had to really shoulder being the number one guy. Could he be? Is he a talented wide receiver? Yeah, he is. But I, I don't know. 
I, I would be willing. I suppose I'd be willing to do it. I don't know what the other options are, but next should be another Galladay two point oh. Yeah, well, no, not necessarily. I think he's better than Galladay. I'm saying also next year. I don't know if I'm looking to win. Like I don't even know uh-huh. right now. I think Daniel Jones is immovable. He's going to be on the roster next year. I don't know what the timetable for the injury is. Uh, but it's, but if he can play at the start of next year, he's the quarterback while the young kid sits. And if that's the case, I'm not really looking to add payroll to that team uh, long term. Like I, I, I'll worry about the wide receiver and giving that that kid weapons the next year. Like I, I, I don't know. I, I'm just I'm so fed up with them that I, I don't even know if I want to add anything to this team right now. But I get your point. You got to give the kid. And you know, some people believe you can't sit the kid. That you got to just play him and have Daniel Jones as the backup. I, I would think they would play Daniel Jones next year and give this kid a year to watch and learn uh, and, and and develop. But That's what I was going to ask. Yeah. If you draft Caleb Williams, are you sitting him for a year? Yeah, I don't know. It's a good question. Is he somebody you know? Is he going to make a, that guy happy? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. For a whole season watching Stroud, somebody like Stroud come in and tear up the, tear up yeah. the league in his first season? Yeah. No, it's, it's, if they get the first overall pick which I still don't know if they will or what they would have to do to trade up. And I wish they had a second round. I wish they had another second round pick for Saquon Barkley right now. I really wish they would have done that. Get more trade uh, equity in case they wanted to move up in the draft from three to one or four to one. If it's, if it's plausible, because right now, you know, there are rumors out there that Arizona, if they finish with the first overall pick, won't draft a quarterback. I can't imagine that, but Kyler Murray's contract is so, um, inhibiting that they might not really feel like there's an option to get rid of him. And he's still a young kid. I know he's coming off uh, an injury again, but like if you had the opportunity to trade up, I wish I had that pick. But yeah, I get if you trade, if you draft Caleb Williams or even Drake may that, that that's really the question the giants have. Cause I don't think there's any doubt if they're in the position to draft a quarterback, you do it. I'm I, we're done with Daniel Jones. I, I, I can't imagine there still being a Daniel Jones defender out there. And not that it's his fault he got injured, but ultimately that's just sometimes things just make it obvious. This is the end of the Daniel Jones era. It's over. So they are drafting a quarterback if put in position. Then the only question would be, for me, there's two questions now. One, do you trust Dable and Shane to be the guys who draft and develop this young quarterback? And then two, what do you do with Daniel Jones? Do you play him and give this kid a year of holding a clipboard and watching? Or do you just have Daniel Jones as the backup quarterback and you go with the young kid to start the year? It depends on the school of thought. Because you there you could point to ways where it's worked and failed each way. That's exactly what happened with Patrick Mahomes, he sat a year under Alex Smith. He's Patrick Mahomes. Then there's C.J. Stroud right now, and, and better options than that, better examples than that, but I'll just give you the one that's staring us in the face as he threw for 470 yards and five touchdown passes and went 75 yards in 40 seconds to win a game. But he played right away. It's benefited him. There's so many who played right away, and it's benefited them. And then there are some who rested and, it was, and waited a year, and it was better for them. So I don't know. But I do know that I can't imagine them figuring out a way or or cutting Daniel Jones considering the dead cap money. So to me, if he's going to be on the team, it makes really no sense to, to, 
to back have him as the backup, I would probably play him at least for a while. Let him let the kid learn a little bit and then, you know, hopefully hit the ground running with a little bit of experience. If that's a whole season, if that's half a season. I mean, Eli Manning sat sat for eight games. I mean, so could you sit for half a year and then bring him in? Sure. But it's finally over. And and there is some, like today, as, as angry as I am with the way they played in this game, and as frustrated as I am that this season's 2-7 and seven and dead before Thanksgiving, and I have to root for my team to lose, like all of that is frustrating, but in some ways... It's 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 relief. I I do have a sense of relief because there's nothing worse than being in limbo with the one position that changes a team. Like the quarterback is your franchise, and for too long now, for too long, the Giants have been playing this game, trying to find out what Daniel Jones is. Well, you know, we get, once the you, you got to get an offensive line in front of him, then you'll find out what he is. Oh, you know, you need to get him more weapons, then you'll find out what he is. Oh, you need Andrew Thomas back, you need Saquon Barkley back, then you can find out what he is. I'm tired of playing the find out what Daniel Jones game is. I'm just tired of playing the stupid game. Whether it's his fault or not, whether a million different things could have changed the outcome of that game, I, I don't care. The game is finally over. I'm not happy that it ended this way necessarily. I would have liked it to end the other way, I suppose, but it's over. And in in that way, at least we can start pushing the franchise towards the idea of there is no giant quarterback. We know. We know. There's no more trying to make everything right for Daniel Jones and, you know, a Build a system for his tool set. Incorporate his, incorporate his legs more. All the nonsense we've heard for forever. It's over. And in that way, there is some relief. There is some closure. And there is some excitement about the idea of this happening in a year where there is not just one or two, but there are several. Two, I mean, I would think, you know, most most people agree the top two in, in Caleb Williams and Drake May are clear-cut the two best, but there's a handful of guys in this draft. This is a big-time quarterback draft, and depending on what Dan, uh, depending on how, what Brian Dable thinks, if he believes in one of these guys, I mean, they could be right now sitting at number four, sitting at number five, and still have an opportunity to draft what they believe is the next great player and next great quarterback to play for the New York Giants. And at least this has happened in a year where there are that many. But the pipe dream right now and what Giant fans are going to be dreaming about as we go through this miserable season rooting for them to lose is possibly getting into the top two picks and being able to get Caleb Williams or Drake May. But that's the dream. The dream is no longer Daniel Jones. The dream is no longer having this team work out. It's over. And at least there's that. 877-337-6666. McMonagle here with you. We'll finish out killing the Giants as their season is dead, but we do have a football game tonight against uh, the Jets versus the Chargers in a big Monday night matchup, a big game for the Jets. I'll give you who I think, looking at this defense uh, of the Jets, who they need to shut down on this high-powered offense of the Chargers. Who's the number one guy I think you need to shut down 
to really, I mean, barring the quarterback, obviously, but to make the quarterback uncomfortable and get into a position where they can get some turnovers and win this game because, quite honestly, the Jets will need turnovers. So we'll get to the Jets. Also, I've talked a lot about you can't move on from the coach. You can't move on from Dable. You can't move on from Shane. You can't do it two years and done, two years and done, two years and done. You can't continue that ride. Is there one man? Is there one coach out there that I'd be willing to move on? Maybe. We'll get to that, too. And, of course, hey, the young kid did something right. There's a gold glove awarded to a Yankee. We'll get to who it is and whether or not I feel like he's the best shortstop on the team. 